What's up, my doers, dreamers, and creators? You're listening to My Work in Progress, the podcast. This podcast is dedicated to honoring, inspiring, and celebrating being a work in progress. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you already know what I mean. But if you're new, let me just say welcome. I'm Heidi. The premise of this brand is based on the fact that I believe when we own our story, our trials, our triumphs, and even our tribulations, we allow others to do the same. And in that capacity, we can all become unapologetically a work in progress. Now, today's episode is really getting into self-sabotaging. Uh, if you don't know what that is, then this episode is going to be eye-opening and maybe you'll find that you really resonate with what I'm talking about. And if you already know what that is, then perfect. You already have kind of a background and this will be um, just kind of a refresher and a foundation for the upcoming episodes that are really going to dive in deeper to self-sabotage. Now, the reason why this is near and dear as far as topics go, is because I have recently decided to coin myself the master of self-saboteur, a master self-saboteur, and the reason being that self-sabotage sometimes happens in only one area of your life, you know, like you only self-sabotage when it comes to relationships, you sabotage your relationships, or let's say you sabotage just your health goals or just your career goals, um, and things like that. And I happen to self-sabotage almost every aspect of my life. (laughs) And, uh, I really don't know where it originated from, to be quite frank with you guys. I'm not completely sure, but I do know that, um, it stems all the way back from, from college. And I think even later into my high school years, uh, I think that the only reason that it really started to become obvious, uh, in, in college was because, you know, that's when you really start making different moves. You start reaching for things you haven't reached for before you start, um, you know, being able to to see and differentiate differentiate yourself from other people, and you receive accolades for certain things, and it, it just starts to become kind of obvious where you are in the spectrum, and you start wanting different things uh, for yourself, and in that, in in the search for more, you'll find that self saboteurs are masters at. Uh, ruining those things, ruining uh, great opportunities or um, not feeling like they're deserving of it, uh, of the work that they've put in and therefore they let it go by the wayside. So before I get into all the ins and outs of self-sabotaging, I just kind of wanted to explain that with you guys just so you have a rundown of of, of uh, kind of why I am talking about this, why me and Trust me, this seems controversial when I was even thinking about it because the truth is this first uh, sparked um, maybe like two weeks ago. I mean, mean, this is something that I kind of knew about myself that I had the tendency, but I wasn't sure. I was like, this is like one of those self-help things, right? Like people talk about like, oh, you're a self-saboteur and what are all the ins and outs of that? And I kind of just didn't want the label. Um... And it didn't seem to coincide with what I wanted. I'm like, I can't be a self-saboteur and care about self-improvement. Like, how is that ever going to work? And um, <laughs> it just, you know, I, I let the let the podcast go by the wayside. And um, 
another self-sabotaging moment for me or moments I should say because it's not like I decided that once that I wasn't gonna be part of the podcast or wasn't gonna record it many times that I've recorded episodes and just not posted because I felt like it wasn't good enough and um that leads me to before I start rambling on about that it leads me to uh I had a listener um message me and they asked you know what's up with the podcast and at first I was like I mean, I knew under underneath it all, I knew that they were asking because I hadn't posted in a while. But something inside me said, no, that's not why they're asking because who would care? Like, who would care that you're not posting on your podcast? Who, who would care that you're not publishing any work on your podcast? No one cares. And literally, that is like the thought that came into my mind as soon as I thought maybe they were asking because I hadn't posted in a while. And then so I, I proceeded to ask them, oh, why? What's up? You know, and um they told me, well, you haven't been, po- you hadn't posted. I'm, uh, I was waiting like on another episode or, or they said something that, something to that degree. And, uh, that's where I really just realized that I have this really negative, uh, belief about anything that I do, anything that I put out there, anything that I create, I am super ambitious about, I really do care about, and yet I find myself really preoccupied with the idea that not only does no one care, but that I'm not good at it, that I don't deserve it, that I don't deserve to create this kind of content because I'm not perfect and I don't have everything figured out. So going forward, um, after I I reached back out, I I told them, you know, I think I get on my own way, I think was one of the things I, I ended the the message with and I felt like shit for just not pulling through like not getting over my own shit so that I can create good content and that's where the idea came to me that I've been telling myself you know you can't at first I was like, okay, so I'm definitely self-sabotaging this. And I know other places where I, I definitely self-sabotage. So what now? Like, so what do I do now? Is that just who I am? And then I just deal with it and don't try new things because I'm just going to fuck it up anyways? Or what do I do? And then I thought about it a little bit more and I realized, you know, I should go. I should think about it more. I should try to fix this. I should try to do something I mean, I I care about self-improvement, for God's sakes. Maybe I need to figure my way out of this one. I need to figure my way through this one, I guess. And and as soon as I thought that, I realized that I also, how could I have this podcast and be a master self-saboteur? The two don't really go together, do they? And then... Um, I realized, I mean, that's why this podcast is called My Work in Progress. It's literally because I, uh, from even a long time ago, I realized you can't get hung up on perfection. Like, you, you don't have to be perfect in order to create anything. You don't have to be perfect to contribute to society. You don't have to have everything figured out in order to have something to say. And I think that's where we get hung up, especially nowadays. You see everybody's complete work. You see everybody's perfect picture. You see everybody's perfect moment captured and um, their perfect, you know, thoughts and quotes and stuff. And, and you start to think, you know, I don't have that kind of perfection level in my own life. 
maybe I don't have anything to say because I'm not perfect. I'm not there. Wherever there is as far as what we want for ourselves, I'm not there. So I'm not qualified to speak on any subject relating to that. And because I care a lot about self-improvement and I care about the well-being um, psychologically and just physically of others, um, and especially obviously myself, and uh, how improvement, you can always improve and grow. Uh, because I care about those things, I realize I limit myself from uh, from talking about those things because I don't feel that I'm at the peak of growth or peak of self-improvement. And that's when I just had to sh- shake my head and smile and say, like, that's, like I said, that's why it's called My Work in Progress. That's why I started this podcast is because perfection is not needed in order to contribute, in order to have conversations and spark conversations about self-improvement. So if anything, it should be the opposite, right? Those of us who have started, who who are in a rut should have an opportunity to explore self-improvement, if not more than the people who are already feeling like they're in the perfect place. Um and so here I am, <laughs> a master self-saboteur, embarking on the journey of getting over that shit. And maybe it's something that never will go away completely. I always know that there's, um, you know, lapse in judgment or moments where you just, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody lets their themselves get in their own way and that happens but um at this point it's definitely to a degree for me personally um uh, that it's just it's something that needs to be handled and the thing about self sabotage if you don't know it's usually stemming from some kind of belief that's contradicting what's on the outside so a belief you have about yourself about what you deserve about life about how it's supposed to go for you specifically and then as soon as things are starting to show themselves in the physical world as as opposite of what you believe you unconsciously or, or subconsciously um sabotage your progress or your uh self-improvement in order to match up with what you already have a belief about so like if you don't think you're deserving of unconditional love uh, and someone is showing you an unconditional love, you will find a way to not outrightly say, I'm going to sabotage myself, but suddenly do something that's very um, under the radar to your consciousness to basically push yourself in the direction of not being in that relationship anymore and pushing that person away, making up reasons why you shouldn't be with that person and why you don't deserve that kind of happiness and you end up in a really um crazy and ugly space where you don't understand what just happened and yet you are the cause of it um and that's really important to understand because you have to take ownership and oftentimes you find it hard to take ownership when you don't even consciously make those big decisions you're not consciously saying like I'm going to sabotage myself at this point so it's it's a very complex situation but it can be I know you can recover from it and you can make it better and you can um, improve right this is all about self-improvement so that's kind of the bigger (laughs) explanation of what's going on here with this series and I am going to go into specifics um, when it comes to 
the specific areas of self-sabotage and, and the ins and outs of that. Um, but I just want to do this general one so that we have a starting place. Now, if you don't know what self-sabotage is, maybe this little, what I was just talking about, gave you kind of an idea. But there are forms of self-sabotage and, and reasons why you may be doing it. Um, some of the forms of self-sabotage could be that, like I said, you have a negative belief about yourself. You have some um, preconceptions about things you uh, have not done before, people you haven't met you have preconceptions about places you haven't been to. So you think like, well, once you get money, you know, once you get rich, you just become a snob. And if it's not, I haven't become rich yet. I haven't met any really rich people. And that's just a preconception I have. When I start to make a lot of money, I must self-sabotage myself because I don't want to be a snob. And my idea is that people with money are snobs. So then I push away opportunities to have more money to um, create more wealth. Continuing, uh, another form of self-sabotage is just being arrogant. And that's again, cause you have a preconception of what things are supposed to look like, who is what, and, and things like that. Um, you can discourage yourself before even trying, which, uh, the discouragement again can come from many different places. Um, you can have a negative outlook on life in general. You have a bad attitude and a bad attitude is definitely going to cause some self-sabotage that when good things come along, you find a way to make it negative and push it away. And then it reconfirms your idea of the way the world works. Um, you may prioritize instant gratification a little too much. So if you really want that donut and you've been working out so hard, but you just, all that matters is the instant gratification because and and this can also be like uh, you know uh, one thing can lead to another can lead to another when it comes to self-sabotage so it may not be that instant gratification is your thing um but it can stem from something else and you become someone who's all about instant gratification um you postpone to the point where you are sabotaging your own ability to create. So for me personally, I if I procrastinate too much on creating content or making certain things or like this podcast and making episodes, I put myself in a position where uh, a position to fail basically and to put out bad content and you know if I if I do that enough times then I'm not going to be able to keep an audience I'm not going to be able to uh, keep an audience because they're they're uh, disappointed by the content it's not my best work and because all because I'm postponing so um, the reasons like I said it might be you just don't feel like you deserve it um, the second reason could be that you're looking for control um, they say that it often feels better to control your failure than to let it, um, kind of come, uh, naturally because you just failed, uh, and you were trying and, and it wasn't something you were trying for. So it, it's easier to say like, I'm in control of the situation because I'm going to control the fact that I'm going to fail. You know, I'm not even going to try. Um, that sometimes is a big thing for people is, is having control. And if you're a very controlling person, you, you may find yourself in that, in that situation. Um, also the whole, uh, what is it called? Uh, imposter syndrome. If you haven't heard of the imposter syndrome, it is basically where you find yourself in a successful situation or that you're gaining some kind of success 
And then all of a sudden you feel like, wait, I didn't deserve this. And and the accolades or the progress and the success that you have gotten, it suddenly feels undeserved. You feel undeserving of it. And not necessarily because you don't think you deserve it. It's more like you almost perceive yourself to be a fraud and uh, imposter. So this definitely happens to me uh, a lot. <laughs> um, the reason number four is you might want to just stay for, stay in close to what's familiar. And if the failure is familiar, then you'd rather be in that familiar area of failing in the same way over and over again than trying something different and maybe uh, becoming, staying out of your comfort, becoming someone uncomfortable because you're out of your comfort, comfort zone. Um, it's a handy scapegoat to self-sabotage. It's a handy way to get out of, out of what needs to be done. And, um, another one is just because if this is more for people who reach a certain height of success and become used to it, um, they get bored. They get bored with the mundane feeling of being like, yeah, I'm here. We're good. Like everything's great. Everything's going great. Let me just spice this shit up a little bit. (laughs) And trust me, I know that sounds crazy, but it's definitely a way to spice up your life is to self-sabotage and all of a sudden be in this crazy position where all of a sudden you're fighting for your life again. Um, So going into this, this if if any of those things sound like you or it's like yeah I do that a lot specifically with health like my health goals and all that stuff then please continue listening I think you guys will find this um I hope that you guys find this really inspirational because I am going to be going along with you guys to try to figure this out we are going to try to figure this out together and you are in the hands of a master saboteur so if anything, you guys can be like, oh, at least I'm not that bad. <laughs> at least I'm not going through all that. Or at least, you know, my issues maybe seem a little bit smaller in comparison. Or maybe they're bigger in comparison. And this gives you just kind of that little oomph to say like, okay, well, maybe that's what I need to do. And we're going to explore different techniques as the weeks go on and explore different topics uh, more specifically, like I'm going to go further into the whole um, perceived fraudulence, the the idea of um, imposter syndrome, and we're just going to keep, we're going to go through it. So uh, the imposter syndrome one is is the one that really gets me because it's really kind of freaky and crazy the way it just kind of creeps up on you, creeps up to you because... I literally lost 40 pounds last year and tell me why at the point of where I rec- when when I realized that I literally was like no these are made up numbers like I I didn't weigh that much before I had to look at the even the before and after pictures just kind of like throw me off and I'm like did I really lose that much weight is that me did I did I Photoshop that photo before? Did I make myself look bigger? What's going on? (laughs) Like, I think of all the ways that this, that I feel like an imposter having lost that much weight and feeling like, no, that's not, that's not that much, right? 40 pounds isn't that much. Um, 
And it's just, it's, it's wild. And to this day, this is still a thing for me. And yet I can look at it right now in my most, on in my most conscious mind and say like, that's kind of crazy of me to, to do that. And yet I'll find myself being in that position where the tiny voices in my head are like, ah, you're an imposter. Like, that's not that great. You're not that awesome like 40 pounds are you sure you lost that that doesn't sound like you those little tiny voices are saying those little things and it's more than negative self-talk self-talk is obviously a part of it it's like a little aspect of it but it, it goes deeper than that because this is talk that's just kind of nonsensical almost and will defy logic in order to um, appeal to the part of you that has that belief that that's just not you and it's like let me do away with all your successes because those don't correlate with my preconception of who you are my idea my story of who you are and that's kind of why I went into stories and the story about who I am uh, about weight loss um, which I think was like the last episode or second to last episode that I've done on the podcast was because I found myself telling myself this story and I thought it was something that had gone away um because I had lost the weight, it was just kind of like a reaffirmation that that's not who I was, um, that I wasn't just, you know, somebody who's lazy, who doesn't have the willpower and all that stuff. And yet I find myself dealing with the imposter syndrome. So then I'm still kind of in that space where I'm like, I can't do it. I don't have the willpower to lose weight. And then I have to like look at the facts and be like, hey, I lost 40 pounds, you know, and, and it just keeps going. So before I continue to ramble on, I just wanted to give you guys that kind of um, little anecdote to understand where I'm coming from and maybe you can relate and if you can then that's wonderful and it's perfect and and we can uh, embark on this together so to start off I just want you guys if you do find yourself um, relating that is the first step right the first step is to uh, to recognize it's even there that you have a self-sabotaging kind of tendency. And I think everybody does it at least once in their life that they self-sabotage something great um, or an opportunity because they're scared or they don't believe they can do it or they have these ideas that they don't deserve it. And yet there are those of us who do this way too often to the point that it's to our detriment. And it and it doesn't... Um, it... Uh, it hasn't, it, it becomes such a problem that we can't move forward. We find ourselves in the same circles, doing the same thing over and over again, same issues. And that is a really, really shitty place to be. Because if you are going through the same problems over and over, and they're always the same issues, you will drive yourself insane. You really will. Because your mind will, you're, you're always going to want more you're going to want better for yourself and that's always going to come naturally so if you're not progressing in any way and yet you still your your spirit is telling you like I need we need to move forward we need to move on and you're still in the same cycle it's it's just going to drive you nuts so um and that's in every aspect of your life and in any aspect of your life so uh moving forward that's the first thing it was just paying attention to it, noticing that it's there. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you have kids, um, if you can relate to this, or if you have, you don't have to have, they don't have to be your kids, but just a kid. And you know when a kid's doing something bad, um, and if they're at all like 
you know, have any kind of shame about what they're doing and they know it's wrong and you look at them and you, you know, they see you see them, suddenly there's a little bit of a change in what they're doing. Either they completely stop what they're doing and they're like, okay, I shouldn't be doing this. Or they're like at least more timid about it. They're like, okay, maybe I can't do this because she's watching. Not because I shouldn't do this at all, but she's watching. And that's kind of what you're getting into right now. We're, we're at least like letting it be seen, letting it be known. Like, hey, I see you. I see you doing some self-sabotaging. I see what you're doing. I see that you've done that before um, and that you've been doing it as of late. And that that's the first thing. The second thing, um, and it, the kind of... I want to say homework, but I don't want the association of homework may not be really great. I guess the the second step for us this week is to just notice it and 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 try to um be conscious of it to the degree that you can like pinpoint, okay, so these are kind of the things I say when I'm about to do some self-sabotaging these are the thoughts that start coming to my mind um these are the actions I start to kind of take the little steps I take forward because it's not like something that you do completely on the daily like every single day sometimes sometimes it's something you only do like a couple of times a week but when it comes it doesn't come necessarily out of nowhere there's like a few ideas that start popping into your head right before you take action on self-sabotage. Um, I know for me personally, it's kind of like I start having these um, beliefs really become like a, the background noise all day right before I do some self-sabotaging. It's like something that keeps coming in into my mind. And then I start doing certain things that's not necessarily self-sabotage, but not the best. You know, it's not the best option for me. It's not self-sabotage because I don't go to the extreme. And yet I'm like, I could be doing something a little bit better with my time right now. And I slowly ease myself into like major self-sabotage where I'm like, okay, I'm going to binge eat on on these Cheetos right about now and finish this whole family size bag. And then I'll feel shitty about myself. But before I did that, I bought the bag, which was already like a, okay, I'm about to participate in some crappy shit right about now. So it's kind of those situations. And I I don't want us to necessarily point at them and be like, that's bad. That's bad. Don't do that. Because being shameful, shamed of it isn't the answer. Being mad at yourself isn't the answer. Being frustrated with yourself, saying, oh, like, I suck. Look, look what I'm doing. It's literally just us observing. Like, like we're just going to be the observer for the rest of the week and, and notice. Try Don't necessarily try to interfere. If noticing it stops you from doing it, okay. But don't, like, take super big actions to be like, no, like, how dare you, you know, brain? Don't think that way. I'm perfect. Don't say those things because that's not going to help. If you're having some self-sabotaging thoughts or some thoughts about your worth and they're not good ones, recognize that, but you don't need to add fuel to the fire because we're going to really explore the actual methods of taking care of, of self-sabotage in a, in a better way than just kind of trying to like wing it. <laughs> so this is literally just about observation so we can know what we're dealing with because there's we're all so unique and I can't tell you my story and say like um this is exactly what I do and that you can directly apply exactly do that exact thing when you aren't 
going through the same types of self-sabotage or same steps towards self-sabotage that I go through. So that's why I kind of want you guys to take this week to do that for yourself so that next week when we do talk about like ways to overcome it, there's a um a better understanding of where you personally are in all of this. And I will obviously discuss different the different spectrum, the different types, and use uh, examples like I usually do, and then we'll go forward from there. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to cue in the outro music now. <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys again so much for listening, and I hope you guys uh, really enjoy this this um series it's it's not just a series for me this is literally my my life and uh and I'm I'm kind of putting myself out there with this one because this isn't tried and proven and I'm I'm a recovered self-saboteur or anything like that I'm still in the in the beginning stages I just think that it's a beautiful thing to try to overcome together and try to explore together and this is really where I'm going to ask you guys to um, reach out if if you feel like it if you want to share if you want to give me some examples of in your own life that I can use on the podcast if you don't want me to use it on the podcast you know I'm not going to do that Uh, but just so that we can share our stories together and kind of know that we're not alone in this and that we are all a work in progress and that we're all trying to figure our our quirks and kinks and and trying to smooth those out as much as possible so that we can be happier, healthier, um, and more positive influences uh, to our community and to our children and to just the people and space around us, honestly. Um, so thank you guys again. I know I've said this three times, but really thank you for, for listening and, uh, don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress. Um, if you want to reach out Instagram at it's me, Heidi V, or I will put my email in the show notes to this episode. All right. Bye.